In a world of dungeons, dragons, and devious DMs, four adventurers set out to save the mysterious land of Blaleflow. I'm Frank Bunty, dwarven paladin and all-round badass. I like nothing more than righting wrongs and smiting evil. I'm Bonorail, a half-elf rogue that'll rob you blind and mess you up. I'm Lord Sugar, a human wizard noble. I'm rich, I'm better than everyone, and I set fire to everything. I'm Draco Justice, dragonborn monk. For when justice calls, who will answer? I will. I- I'm Draco Justice. And I'm Doddy, the resident DM. I'll be throwing everything at these guys, including the kitchen sink. Ooh, a mimic kitchen sink. Nerd OD&D from the Nod Network. Listen on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, YouTube, Facebook, and wherever else you get podcasts. <laughs> Why has he not actually grown one? I, I, Dan, I don't know. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of the Nerd OD Podcast with your gracious hosts, myself, Dan, and that um, guy. That's me. Yay. I am Reg. And that's it. It happened, well, Reg. It actually thought, happened. Yeah. I can't believe it's been, what, seven years, maybe, yeah. of yeah. doing podcast, and it's the first, the first, well, the first Nerd OD one that we've missed out on. Yeah. And do you know what I really liked? So, yeah, I, I was just... I don't know. It was one of those days. It got to the time recording, and it just didn't really feel like I I would I would be. I don't want to say not into it, but you know what I mean. Just sometimes you're just like, eh, do you know what? I don't want to be, uh, you know, on. I just want to chill. So I did that instead. Can't remember what I watched. Something terrible, probably on TV instead. Um, but I like that. Previously, whenever I've not been on it you guys have like made a point of me not being there and being like, Whoa, Dan's wrong. And, oh, this is going to be a mess. Oh, what's going to happen? Oh, but Dan did do this. Oh, there's no list to go. Cause Dan's not here, but you didn't even, um, didn't even like reference that. I wasn't there. It's just, he just did it. It was great. No, no, I caught the it. first 20 minutes. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> no, we made, um, we made one passing joke. <clears throat> All right. Fair enough. that. That was it, but because we did it, um, and I think Steve, uh, Sean was eating something at the same time, so it just oh, right. it was horrendous. So I made the point of making the note <laughs> at the time, and I was like, "Well, that's unfortunate. It's the one joke of the whole podcast." <laughs> <laughs> oh well, but, yeah. Happy days, happy days. But now it's good to have you back, sir, because yeah. now I get Thank to you. talk. It's always one of those things yeah. when, when Dave and Sean are together. I feel like you in the pods when there's more than two of us because you just want to talk. But I'm like, oh, yeah, and this, and this, and this, and this. <laughs> and then the next thing I know, it's like an hour's pass. I'm like, sorry, Dan was here, people. <laughs> and last week, that was me. I think I managed to get in about 12 words. <laughs> Fair enough. It was good. I enjoyed it. I know most of the, well, the other guys don't bother listening to the ones that they're not on. Uh, so you know, it's, it's, it's nice to know we've got at least one listener. And last week that was me. Nice. You're and Claire, you're one of the most important ones because you know now you can take time off whenever you need, and everything will be in safe hands. Oh, it's great that you edit it. I love it. <laughs> Reg has taken over editing duty uh, in the last sort of month or so. Um, just That's because it sounds so much better. <laughs> wow. wow! 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 It doesn't. I can never get the intro right as you whenever you're listening to it. This song at the beginning, for some reason, 
No, it was good last week. It was good last week, Reg. Nice. It was good. I, it, it all lined up pretty nicely. Yeah, We just need to make sure we have something particularly entertaining that you can cut out and put at the beginning. So, it's, you know. Yeah, that, that was the hardest part last week. <laughs> because you didn't talk. Because I was just like, oh my God, what do I, we talked for about 40 minutes about Game Pass. And I was like, there's nothing entertaining about oh, Game yeah. Pass. Yeah, I had that with Sean. I saw Sean last the week before last. I can't remember. Well, just before the sort of tier three sort of thing came in, and yeah, that was pretty much. Do you know what? In fact, ninety percent of what he talked about on the podcast is what we talked about when I saw him. (laughs) Right, (laughs) it was he was talking about. He was showing me Game Pass and how it was only you know twenty one pound a month, and 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 for the record, that 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 is pretty tempting. I wish I, if there was something like that for for PlayStation and there was stock, I would probably have, I would probably get one. But um, yeah, it's pretty pretty reasonable. But we won't go into it. He said enough about that last week. Yeah, um, yeah. Um, and then what's the other thing? Did he say? Did he mention his car or something like? That? I can't remember. But there was two or three things he mentioned. I was and I was like, oh yeah, I've had this conversation in real life with him. This is weird. <laughs> Well, the nice thing for you is you could skip it. Yeah. The unfortunate thing for us is we couldn't. But I didn't. I still listened to it all. Nice. Yep. And I didn't speed it up either. Actually, nice. I think I did at a certain point. But <laughs> anyway, well, how's I things do, anyway, I Rich? do want to reference just one thing. Okay. Uh, which also ties into how I am as well. Okay. Um, I'm good. So you um, you did a a nice knock and run. Um, at my house the other yep. day, right before I was not, I'm not allowed. Basically, yeah, the hours before, about twelve hours before you, uh, yeah. Reg lives in Wales, for the record, and Wales has uh, is like a law unto itself. It is. We are locked yeah. down. Yeah, officially locked down. Locked down. Yeah. So let, let me just clarify with it because i'm sort of out the loop on what's going on in wales but i've seen some pictures and it's it's like the old lockdown right everything is closed apart from supermarkets yeah but so, this time round, mm, you're yes. not allowed to buy non-essential items even in the shops that are selling essential items yeah, so, pre- so previously you'd go into Asda and you'd still, you know, you queue for 20 minutes or whatever. You'd get in there and you'd go, all right, just before I go and buy my fruit and veg, let me just have a look in the DVD section. Oh, let's buy some Lego. Oh, let's go and buy a T-shirt. Now that is all covered up, right? Yeah, so it's, uh, so you don't want to drag this whole podcast thing down around it. I, but it I is, think it's interesting. Because it's, yeah. it's one of those things. So um, as I think I've mentioned on quite a few of these pods, it's Oliver's birthday. Mm. Um, by the time this one's out this will be the last one before it's two birthday. years old um, it'll be two years old it's crazy how quick this has come um, and Tesco have got an amazing sale on at the minute of all their toys all right. um, and it's like there's a there's a Paw Patrol pack where it's Chase and Marshall with these two boats um, and you get a whale with it and Whoa. it looks awesome and it should be See, like this is 20... relevant you're talking about collectibles here right? <laughs> And it should be like 25 quid mm-hmm. uh, is what it should be. And it was 11 quid. And I was like, oh, amazing. Right, tomorrow we'll we'll pop in and grab that. Because uh, we were literally rushing because we had him in the car and we didn't obviously want him to see what he was getting. So I was like, I'll pop down 
Um, and obviously, we, we knew lockdown was happening, so that that was fine. But Tesco's up the road yeah. in Welsh Park. Exactly. Um, so, and last time, it was fine. They were like, well, look, if you're open, then fine. Just be open for everything. Yeah, just be open. But I walked in there, and he cut off the escalator to go upstairs where all the, the toys and the clothes and DVDs yeah. and music and TVs and all that is. Um, hmm? Yeah, and, and, and that's the thing. Ash wanted tights because obviously it's cold outside mm. now. So she's like, I need tights now. You just can't buy tights anywhere. Yeah, else. how are clothes not in some essential. way, you know, essential? Yeah, it's alcohol crazy. Is. Yeah, this is the one, is. the one thing I don't understand. I don't understand. So you're allowed to go to work, mm-hmm. but you've got to wear your summer clothes if you haven't already got winter clothes. One of the um, one of the girls um, was on the news before. She went to go and buy some sanitary products from Tesco's, and apparently they're not essential. No way. So yeah, so it's crazy. But the um, I walked in and they were literally taking off the the all the toys, and I was like, "Can I can I grab that before you replace it with all the alcohol sales we got on?" <laughs> and the woman was like, "No, sorry, you can't buy it. It's not essential." And even stuff like um, all the colouring pencils and stuff to keep the kids entertained mm-hmm. in lockdown. No, can't buy them. The, the, the not essentials, books, like colouring books, story books, anything like that. You you can't you can't purchase. And it's it's so it it's it's mind blowing. Like the stuff you you can buy and the stuff you can't buy. Yeah. But one thing we really wanted was the the toy the um the Paw Patrol toys, and we we couldn't we couldn't buy them. So I was like, right, I'm gonna I'm gonna be dead cheeky and break the law. So I I went to Tesco's in Chester mm, instead, okay. um, and they didn't have anything in because it was a lot of crappy Tesco's. And I was like, oh oh no, I broke the law for no reason. So we got fine, <laughs> and only got what I wanted to get. Oh dear. For, for reference to how of a weird much of a weird situation I'm in. So if you walk to the end of my road mm. and you turn left, you're in England. <laughs> if you walk to the end of my road and turn right, you're in Wales. So it's it's just like Yeah. The 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 best one is, and this does make it relevant to uh things we like to talk about. So Chester is a city very close to the Welsh border. And um, there's a, a theatre um, and cinema and library and things called the Story House. And they, they every year they do like a um, sort of a, a an open air cinema thing. So this year they've teamed up with Chester Football Club. And at Chester Football Club ground, they've set up um, an open air cinema, a drive through cinema. Okay. However, the football ground is right on the border. Yeah. The toilets are on the Welsh side. <laughs> so if you are coming from England, if you live in England and you come and watch a film, you basically on the day this happened, on the Friday, they had a, they, they, they showed something thinking this will be fine because, you know, it's a, it, we're on the border. It'll be all right. Police said, no, you English, you cannot use the toilets. <laughs> Absolutely mental. So to get around it, they've had to put in porter potties on the english side it's just crazy because if yeah. we're in wales we're not even supposed to be going to england so no, you can't even, just... you can't get to it without driving into england you can't <laughs> drive to it from the welsh side it's oh it's crazy i i entirely get it and i think it won't be long until england joins them if, if they've got any sense 
just do a just just do it again. Let's just sort this out. Let's get the numbers down again. However, the like closing shops and restaurants and pubs makes sense because then people haven't got a reason to go out. I don't think anyone goes. Oh, let's go for a day shopping at Asda. You know, no one just goes at one shop. It was pretty much just like let's go down to Asda and get our weekly shop and then let's go home. And that was it. So it's, it seems crazy that they're like, right, this shop has the capability to take care of everything else that people kind of might not be absolutely essential, but you need something to keep your kid entertained. You need tights. You need sanitary products. Like you need that new PlayStation 4 game that's just come out. Like you need there's a shop there that's got the capability of doing it without, you know, without expanding the, to the entire um, shop, like shopping high street or something. It's just crazy. Absolutely mm. mental. It really is. And I just, mm. I, I can't get my head around it, but thankfully there's only like another week left of it for us. It's three me. weeks, isn't it? I heard three weeks. It has to be three weeks. It's two because weeks. Because it's got it to be. It makes no least... sense, but it is. At least when I heard the, the rumours of it happening before it happened, it was saying that it was a three-week three circuit break uh, sort of thing. The thing is, it's, I'm not entirely sure that it's stopping English people going to Wales, but maybe no, it it's does. Like, like I was saying to you, it's a good when you... Did your your drop yeah. off before the yeah? So I shut up. Honest, I didn't I didn't realize there'd be any kind of problem, and it's not like I did anything else. I just drove to yours and you know dropped off your PlayStation Four. You'll be everyone at home will be happy to hear. Yay! Yeah, now I can talk about relevant stuff. <laughs> well, <laughs> instead of Paw Patrol again. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, yeah. So and then I and then I went home. So, mm, but if you would have done it. Literally six hours later, there's always police vans in the shopping park, yeah, which you would need to pass to get home, and they're mm. just doing random stops to be like, "Hey, where are you from?" Yeah, let's see. Which oh, is I'm from just down the road. I am. You know, it's <laughs> like Sam. The whole That's, weird thing about I used to live in so, Wales, and that was the worst Welsh accent. I've it was. Heard. I thought so you were sorry. Doing, oh man, <laughs> quack. Oh quack. <laughs> oh, we'll quack quack. Um, yeah. My, I, I pay Flintshire, so I pay Wales council tax mm. for this. But my driving license says Chester, so if I get stopped, when right? No, in, but that's accurate because thing, I can be like, look, yeah. I'm in Chester. It's fine. I'm allowed oh, in England. I see. So that's and then they job. look, but then they look at your actual address on um on the driving license. Do you mean you? Do you mean it says you live in Chester? Yes, it says. Right. Okay. Road. Saltney Ferry, Chester. Okay, well that's fair enough because yeah, parts of Saltney Ferry are Chester and parts aren't. So yeah, you probably get away with it. And and if you work in Chester, that's fine to go to, right? Yes. Okay. Fair Interesting. Enough. Anyway, we've talked about this for far, far, far too yes. long. So you you did a drop off. Yes. Which was awfully kind of you. Um, so. Oliver went to bed because it was the weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was like two days after really horrendous thing. So my mind is completely gone. Oliver's got a, um, an ear infection. He's not really sleeping very well. So all days are blending into one at the minute. 
and I don't know what's happening <laughs> because I'm not sleeping because <laughs> he's not sleeping. Well, at least um, you got your PlayStation back. So, yeah, so you brought back the PlayStation. I left it in the bag downstairs um, thinking, yeah, it's fine. And then I went, <laughs> probably a little bit too much information in this guy, so I apologise. Um, I went to the toilet um, having a wee and then Olive just burst into the uh, bathroom with the pad and then was trying to catch my wee with the pad. And I was like, oh, I'm trying to like, stop it. But no, no, no. I was like, oh, no. And I came out and there was like game cases on the floor. And he's like, ooh. And I'm like, oh, God, no. It's like, I've had it back two minutes and I don't even know what you've done to it now. <laughs> um, but I, I put him to bed. Mm. And I was like, I'll have a, I'll have a quick look at squadrons and see what that's like in VR. Because if you listen to last week's pod, you know, Dave absolutely loved squadrons. Yeah. So I was like, yeah, go on then. I'll I'll give it a go. Um, and I spoke to my mate Paul, um, whose account it is that I got it off, and he was saying it's the only VR game that he's ever played that's made him go nope and take off the headset and be like, yeah, that's that's too much. I oh, can't. Mate, I like, to, in, oh. in terms of motion sickness. Yeah. So oh, I was like, that, that, that's interesting. So I did the sensible thing of take off any aid that might help with motion sickness, just so I got the full feeling of what it would be like. Um, in doing that and it, you know what it was absolutely fine there was, I, I did not feel any variety of motion sickness and it's a lot quicker like act more fast paced than um the the demo or the single mission vr mission you got in the battlefront mm, okay yeah but it is a proper flight sim so it's also a fuck ton harder than the Battlefront mission. The Battlefront mission is something you could literally, anyone who's a Star Wars fan, you can pass on that controller and be like, welcome to your childhood. And they get to fly in a, an X-Wing and be like, oh my God, this is so easy to control. This is amazing. Yeah. I can do this. I can do that. It took me the entire prologue, which is about a good 20 minutes, half hour, um, and the first mission to completely understand what the fuck it is I'm supposed to be doing. Because each direction on the D-pad does different things so it might be like put all power to engines put all power to lasers put all power to shield um and then like to thrust and stuff so it's it's all well different because if you have the the power to engines your lasers overheat really quick your weapon but if you put it to your weapons then your shields aren't as good and you you're not as rapid as what you are because all your power is getting down so trying to get everything into your head as well as controlling the ship and in the middle of a dogfight, which is like so much faster, if that's a word, and so much more vast than the, the Battlefront mission. The Battlefront mission was like, here's a Star Destroyer, fly around that Star Destroyer yeah. and kill some TIE fighters. This is, here's a huge fucking giant space station, and there's about 20,000 X-Wings. Go nuts. And I was like, holy shit. And it's like, here's a thousand like Y-Wings and X-Wings when you go the Empire. So it's like, yeah, kill them. I'm like, right, fuck, here we go. <laughs> and it's it just literally throws you in so deep. And I'm like, this is so hard. And it, I imagine it would be fun. I'd much prefer the Battlefront mission. I'm not going to lie to you. Right, okay. Um, but I think it's because, A, that was one of my first experiences of having the PlayStation VR. So that will always hold like a special place in my heart. But also because it was a fuck ton easier to control and like yeah, the auto lock on and stuff which was like worked so much easier on that but it was good and i think the other reasons because obviously oliver was asleep at the time 
I didn't want to get too involved into it because I didn't want to, I knew I wasn't going to spend like a good couple of hours playing it like I would have done with every other VR game. So I was like, I've got like half an hour to 40 minutes before he's like, right, yeah. dad, let's sorry on. I was like, Sam, let's just have a quick rag in this sense, see what it's like. Um, and it would, yeah, it, I imagine if you've got the time, it would be brilliant to sit down and like proper focus on it and figure out how it all works. It doesn't look as nice as Battlefront, um, the, the VR mission on that, which mm-hmm. everyone has stated, and you can dick around with the options to make it look not as blurry, but there was something about the tracking which just, I don't know, it just felt a bit off with it. Right. Like, yeah, I think, if, like I said, if I had time to proper sit down and hone it in and dick around with it, I'd probably be able to play it a lot more and appreciate it a lot more, but I did enjoy what I played so far, yeah. so... Yeah. It's either it does it feel rushed because it, I've not seen a game that I thought would be so sort of high profile as this get announced and then have such a short time between announcement and release because it was I mean it was it's got, it can't I'm not even sure it was six months ago that it was announced. Mm. It doesn't feel rushed. I think the reason it didn't get much of a oh. Is because it is just a flight sim. It's not like that. I think they know it's a niche little market. Even if it is Star Wars, it is a niche yeah. little. If you're into flight sim and stuff, if it was like Battlefront where it's a FPS, then yeah, yeah I suppose it's, it's, it's not. It's not the end thing at the minute, is it? RPGs and stuff. No, yeah, I was going to say it's just one of those that would be like, yeah, this will make us a lot of cash. But what I was saying to the guys, they're not supporting it at all. Like, that's it. They've done two updates and they've, they've moved on to another project now. So there's no right. more multiplayer. Not doing any more updates, patches, or anything like that. It's just, it's done now. Hmm. That's it. And I was like, wow. For some that you're paying full price for as well. It's nice to have everything in the one package for once. So I know it sounds weird saying, you know, why aren't we having more DLC? We should have DLC for this. Yeah. <laughs> but it would be nice if you are dogfighting to have new planets to, to you know, play in. And doing it because this could be the game that would have made a shit ton of cash mm. because the people that are in its fan base are, are hankering for more and already played through like the four levels and two game modes yeah that's it to death and like right okay let's move on to the next game now it was almost just like uh, okay we're coming to the end of this generation everyone like that battlefield mission battlefront mission let's just get getting a standalone game out yeah, it's not spend I mean, much time on it, but come on. If if Dice would have done it, I think it would have been a lot better. Mm. But it is good, and the like the story mode looks awesome to it. I'm not going to lie, like the story mode and the the, the cutscenes look beautiful. They really look a lot better than the actual in game, um, and the whole story looks like it's going to be quite an interesting story. But it's yeah, just, it's the I think the other issue is it, it's. It's a it's a nightmare to set up, isn't it? The PSVR. That's not you know joke about it, but it, it yeah. genuinely takes I reckon longer to set up the PSVR than it did to actually play the game. Yeah, okay, makes sense. So you're just like, ah, right, okay, and then you got to undo it all and all that again and just get it all sorted. So I think it was just a bit of a rush job my end to fully appreciate it. So mm. I wouldn't take it away from them, but at the same time, yeah, it was good. It just wasn't. The whole, like, oh, my God, this is the best feeling in the world ever. And I don't know if it's because you don't start off in the next wing. You start off in, like, a you start off in a TIE fighter, and then you move to, like, a Y-wing or something. Okay. Um, so you don't 
have that initial like, oh my god, look at this, and think is you've already been in one, and a really nice one. It's like, yeah, second eighteen hours cool. I've, I've done this mission so many times that I know what it feels like sitting in the next wing now. So I'm like, I'm good with it. Okay. But I'll, uh, you know, I will give it a few more, a few more goes. Thinking uh, and get through it, but now I've got it back. I'm like, oh, I can do The Last of Us two now. That's going to be exciting. Mm. And I really, really still want to play the Final Fantasy seven remake. So I can't believe you haven't. It's. It was one of those, it's because when it came out was when Oliver was here, so I couldn't get a chance for the TV because it wasn't up on the wall and stuff, so, you know, there was no way I could could physically play it. Mm. Now it all is. I've been lending my PS4 out to people to be like, yeah, play it, so I don't get a chance, so that's fine. (laughs) Um, And now I've got the laptop that I'm getting completely obsessed with WoW in. Yeah, okay. It's it's hard for me to be like, oh, yeah, you know what? I'm going to spend a good couple of hours because I can watch telly and I can just sit next to her, chatting to her while playing uh, WoW and stuff. So it's, yeah, it's, I think me and you were talking about it not last week, but the week before about, am I going to get a a PlayStation 5 or, you know, what am I going to to do? And I think as much as I'd really love a, a new console, I think it is going to be at least a good year before I get one because I'm not, mm. I'm not, I haven't missed having my PlayStation 4. I don't even know there's like huge games that have come out and like ones I was really looking forward to. They've passed me by and I've been like, yeah, that's fine. Which is really bizarre because I thought I would have been like, oh my God, I, that Final Fantasy VII remake is a day one purchase and I would have been all over it because you know, yeah, I would have put the week off work. Of Absolutely. So I was like, oh, and the fact they've mixed it up and changed it about, and like it is still yeah, very exciting. So part of me really, really wants to play it, but obviously not that bad that I've gone out and bought it and started playing it because it's sitting up here in the bag upstairs, my PlayStation Four, and I was playing WoW before. Mm. So <laughs> you know, it's it's not one of those that I'm like I'm dying to get into it, but I am now max level in WoW. Yay! Oh, so, that didn't take you long. So I'm now doing end game stuff. And building reps so I can unlock some new races and stuff. Wow. Um, and it is, it's just, it's really, really fun. And I think it's because I've got a really good girl behind me. Like it is, it is genuinely, genuinely really good fun. Um, but obviously the Halloween event's on, so I'm still trying my damnedest to um, to get this the Headless Horseman mount. Because um, I've been trying it for years. I can't remember if we talked about this on pod or off pod. It wasn't, it was off. It was off when pod. I visited, yeah. Right, so there's a um, there's a Halloween event called Hallow's End, um, and you go and you can fight the headless horseman in like a dungeon, like an instance it's called, um, and it's just one fight. You don't go through an entire dungeon and stuff. It's just one fight. You you summon the headless horseman and he comes out, and you you go your little group of five, kill the horseman, and then there's a zero point zero 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 two percent chance that it's going to drop his mount, his horse. Uh, which is like a, a dead horse that's got green flames coming out of its like mouth and tubes and stuff, and right. it can fly. Um, and it just it looks awesome, and I really, really, really want it. And I've tried ever since I've had my first laptop to play WoW on uh, to get this fucking <laughs> this this mount. And the annoying thing is, it's soul bound, which means you can't trade it, you can't put it on the auction house to sell it. It's literally yours and yours alone. <clears throat> so when I did it originally with dave dave got it and i was like oh my god i'm so jealous that looks amazing and he used it everywhere and just rubbed it in loads 
but you can try it once a day up until the end of the event. Um, you keep going for it. And Dave won it three times. <laughs> and I never got it once. And he tried everything to try and pass it over to me, and it was just not possible. And I was like, I just, just really, really want it. <laughs> so I still had no joy. It's been on for like six, no, eight days now, and I've just, I'm getting nothing. Oh, and it's just, it's, and the worst thing is usually I go a character, um, like a paladin or something that uses plate armor, which is the same as what the headless horseman uses. So you can win his armor as well if he drops it in the loop, and his like. The helmet is like a, a skull, like linen skull thing, which looks like amazing. Um, and his armor just looks badass because he's the headless fucking horseman. So he, of course, it's going to look badass. And you can wear it all. And it looks really cool with all the flames and stuff. And I'm like, yeah, it's so good. But now I'm playing a monk who wears leather. I can't even get the armor. Like, I, I can win it, but I can't do anything with it. You just literally have to sell it. And I'm like, this is just rubbish. <laughs> so it's... It's beating me down at the minute, but I'm not giving up. And I, I you will. You can do it, Reg. I will get you it. Can do it. I will get it at some point. It's always my thing of like, whenever I've got the opportunity to be like, oh, I might delve into WoW. I was like, I'll wait. I'll wait around September, October time. And then I'll jump back in again and try and get this fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm hoping, I'm hoping and praying that this will be my year that I get it. <laughs> but. Yeah, if not, then I can move on to Final Fantasy fourteen, maybe. No, I won't. Shadowlands <laughs> is out soon, and I'm getting far too too deep. Yeah, of course. So, I am very excited though, and I'm going to start an alt as well. It should be good. You're gonna what? You're gonna start an alt? Yeah. Um, yeah. So that was yeah. So yeah, an alt which is like a, another just a, a new character. Yeah, yeah just a new character. So I, I'm gonna because this you get professions and stuff you can do in it. So like the guild's just like, oh, I want to do this, I want to do that. Um, and the weirdest thing about all of this is the, the, in my day job that I've got when I'm not a podcaster extraordinaire, um, I do recruiting, and we're recruiting for an admin um, job in our place. And uh, someone put up on like someone applied for it, and on their bottom of their CV of interest was like avid video game player. Um, I'm actually like the the head of the guild in my Warcraft server, and I was like, that that's interesting. But I was like, ah, I, I I can't say if you're good for the job or not because I haven't read through your CV properly. And if you're listening to this, and you know, mm. um, I may be in touch. <laughs> um. But I yeah, I've seen the I've seen the bottom CV and I was like, I've got a phone and find out. So I the phone and I was like, Hey, this is Grave of Convergent, blah blah blah. Um, run through it all. And I was like, just just out of interest, it says at the bottom of your C V and you you'd um you'd play WoW and you're the guild the guild leader and stuff. I was like, just out of interest, which which server is it you're on? She was like, Oh, Torlian. I was like, huh, that's weird, that's my server. She's like, oh, right, okay, then, and starts chatting. I was like, just out of interest, what, what guild is it that you're doing? She's like, oh, it's called Diffuer. And I was like, hi, you're my guild leader. <laughs> she was like, what? I went, yeah, of all the random things that can happen, the person who runs my guild lives about two streets away from me and applied to my Who knew? <laughs> Wait, which side of the border are they on? On the Welsh side. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> yeah. 
So she's like, oh, maybe we can meet up for for like you know some food or something when uh, when when lockdown ends. So I was like, yeah, maybe. Yeah, I'll just chat with my wife. Eh? I'll just chat. Yeah, my, she was like, yeah, but my wife would kill me. Though. And I was like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> so no doubt I'm going to get kicked oh, out of guilt because she wasn't successful in getting a job. Spoiler alert, if you're listening. And, uh, <laughs> uh, yeah, and now I've just been like, yeah, no chance of me meeting you for food. So bye-bye, Guild. It was fun that lasted. And now I might have a chance to play Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> yeah, there you go. So, you know, win-win. <laughs> exactly, exactly. <laughs> Oh dear. But yeah, so that that's been what I've literally been up to, mate. I've not cool. been doing a great deal apart from watching all of the Toy Stories. Yeah, yeah. And the shorts. We've been watching all thankfully Toy Story's one of the few that gets a lot of shorts. Um, yeah. I'd rather watch the shorts than number four again. No, I think four is severely underrated. I just didn't see the point in it. There's, there's not, but there wasn't, there, there wasn't really any need for, for most of them. Toy Story one and two, perfect. No, I, I, I think three, the, yeah, the saga it, just, stuff. it does it so well, and then suddenly they're like, eh, no, let's just, let's do a whole other, I mean, a, a whole other movie where spoilers, Woody gets to leave. Like I don't know, just didn't, didn't quite see why it needed to be done, and it didn't. It wasn't entertaining enough. Yeah, but I didn't. I I didn't find it entertaining enough to make me go. All right, but it wasn't necessary. But I get it. It was good. It was like Pixar are very particular on only doing something when they have the right script, and it just didn't seem like that. This was one of those, unfortunately. But I don't know. Yeah, I I do have a a nearly two year old that will massively disagree with you. (laughs) Fair enough. Get him on. Give him a microphone. Come on. They will. Um, I had a weird dream. I'll go back to the story in a second. I had a weird dream the other night um, that me and Oliver started a podcast um, (laughs) on our our network. (laughs) I think it's because we in in work now because it's getting to the stage where I think the boss can tell that the morale is dragging down quite a bit. Right. Like how many jobs are on and being locked down and not being seen, like not allowed to go into the office and stuff. It's just a bit monotonous now. So he's trying to break it up. And by like every Monday, one of us will do a quiz. You know, we'll have to guess it. And then on a Thursday, we do a presentation, 10 minutes on something, anything of our choice, anything of interest, whatever we want to talk about, we can. There's no limits to it. So like his one he's done is where he would go to survive a zombie apocalypse is like one of the ones that he discussed, which he'll be screwed up happening now because his his shot was Tesco's because uh, he would stay at the top of the escalators and <laughs> Control power, but... Just make sure the up one is off. Yeah. <laughs> the zombies can work out the uh, how to get up the down escalator. <laughs> no chance, so, right? Exactly. No. Um, and now it's cut off anyway. Now, so um, all barriered over and stuff because yeah. of, uh, because of this. there's no food upstairs. Everyone knows that if there's a Tesco's with an upstairs. Then it's all. That's where the clothes are. That's where the, the TVs and the, the DVDs and stuff are. Yeah, it's the good stuff is. Yeah, yeah, but not if you're in a zombie apocalypse. I mean, Grant is a cafe. <laughs> mm, yeah. Okay. So you know, and you can always sneak downstairs every now and again on a lot of scavenger hunts to get the food and go back yeah, up again. I suppose. I suppose. Mm. Um, 
anyway. yeah, so, <laughs> so he was doing that one. Um, I think Mike is probably going to do his one about Star Wars, or probably Star Wars, because that's that's what he likes. Okay. Um, and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do a pod- uh, podcast about. I don't know what I'm going to do a discussion about. I might do a discussion about podcasting and, and how to do a podcast and how a podcast works and how you edit. And I just go through it all. And I was thinking about this in bed. And I, I must have just been thinking about it that much that I had a dream that me and you were doing a podcast and Oliver was just sat opposite me, uh, listening to me doing the podcast. And was okay. like, Dad, what is it you were doing? I was like, oh, I was doing a podcast with your uncle Dan. And he was like, oh, so he's fully, he's full, full on talks. Oh dreams. yeah, he was like, he was oh, like five or six. How how good is his voice? Is it like, is it like the um the the Old Spice guy? Oh, it was unfortunately. Father, no. tell me, what is this podcast you are doing? It would have been great if it was. Um, <laughs> but he started reviewing toys. That was his thing. He was like, hi, I'm Oliver, and I'm reviewing these toys. I'm playing with this right now. And he just got oh, right into dear. it. And he's he's, he's it. Ryan, is he? No, he's better than that <laughs> little prick. <laughs> Don't like Ryan. No. <laughs> Pain in the arse. Mm. Um, and thankfully, Oliver doesn't really like him that much so i get away with not having to watch that good fair enough she's great um the, the, the one weird thing while we're talking about kids stuff just very very quickly um so when i'll a bath i have like this bath playlist on um just on spotify with like you know usual like bath time songs and stuff okay. and then i found another one which just had kids tv theme tunes on i was like oh, i love this i'll stick this on so the hot dog song came on by mickey uh, the maybe giants from mickey mouse clubhouse all right and that song goes on for like five fucking minutes. Like you don't realize it on the show because it, he cuts it obviously loads. Yeah. But it just never ends. <laughs> it never, never ends. He put it on and even towards the end of it, Oliver got bored. And that's it's the like first time. an opening theme of an anime and you get like the minute and a half version and then you, you get the full version and it's like six minutes long. I'm like, oh, there's another four verses. Yeah. You're like, oh, Jesus, no. Like, I wouldn't mind if it was like, you know, the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air theme tune, which is awesome. And having oh, the full version of that. Absolutely. I was thinking, right, in fact, this, just a quick aside. So maybe if we're lucky, there will be a Wales Comic Con next year in, um, I forget when it is. Is it supposed to be like May or something? The next one, maybe earlier? April. In, April, mm. yeah. So um, they've got um, a few people from the cast of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air there. So, um, Thingy's going to be there. What's the, uh, what's the butler's called? I can't remember any characters. Jeffrey. From Will. Jeffrey's going to be there. And, um, for goodness sake, the, the, the sister, the one who loves shopping. Lit, uh, uh, lit, not lit. Ashley. Um, no, the other one. Oh, no. <laughs> what is her name now? <laughs> I don't know I what's going on. My head's completely lost. Fresh. So you got Carlton, Ashley. Viv- well, no, Vivian's the, the mum, right? Yeah, Vivian's the mum, Uncle Phil, and... What's her name? Oh, my God, what's her actual name? <laughs> Which one's her? Uh, no, Vivian's the mum. I can't... Daphne, no. Daphne? Oh. Oh, yeah. That, that could no. be it. No way. No, no it, 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 Vivian can't. With... Hillary, Hillary. Oh yeah, it doesn't begin with Hillary. It's Hillary. Yeah. Hillary. Whew. Oh my God, how could we not remember that? Yeah. That's so at the minute, you've got Jeffrey and 
and Hillary. Um, and whenever they get a couple of people from one series or, or something, the one fandom, usually a few more follow because they like to get you know a bunch together and they can do a panel mm. and all that sort of stuff. How amazing would it be if the song we did was the theme to the Fresh Prince of Bel Air? That's it. That's that, that'll that'll work, know. right? It's done. Oh, We're yeah. like six months in advance. We have our next song. Love it. Yeah. And get DJ can, Jazzy Jeff in. Let him DJ the after party. The, um, and we can use the outfits that we wore for um, <laughs> yep. that show we did. Yep. What was the yep. show we did? It wasn't about the show we did. It was about... It was well, no more. I've got a um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air costume that I wore oh, when okay. I went to watch Will Smith and, and Jazzy Jeff. You do, yeah. I forgot yeah. you did that. <laughs> I'm just wondering though, is that is that not allowed now? So it was yeah. about was it four years ago we went to watch um, we went to watch Will Smith and Jazzy Jeff in Blackpool. Oh my God, that four years um, ago, something like that. It's got to be at least. Um, yeah. And I dress basically. I. I put on in, in the opening credits of Fresh Prince of Bel Air. He's wearing um, like a is it yellow and green or something, or a green and blue mm-hmm. stripy t-shirt and a yellow hat and little like neon blue shorts. I I bought that outfit and I wore it to the gig. Um, and I don't know, it felt absolutely fine. But nowadays, I feel like turning up cosplaying that at a, a comic con might be a little bit problematic. You'll be fine as long as you don't blackface. You'll be all right. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I won't do that this time. Yeah, I think it's for the best this time. For the record, I didn't last time either. <laughs> I'm joking. It's a joke. No, so if, you go anyway. Will, if you go to Will Smith, I'll go as Fat Man Scoop. <laughs> <laughs> no one will get that. <laughs> Fat Man Scoop was supporting... He was the support actor to Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. It was such a weird line-up. Oh, dear. I yeah, who else? Fats and Small. Yeah, Fats and Small and some weird um, yeah, local who was on group. The Voice. <laughs> it was just, yeah. they were shocking. Mm-hmm. But Fats and Small were ace in a really bad way. Batman Scoop is just the worst but the best at the same time. Mm-hmm. And then Will Smith and Jesse Jeff were just a bomb. Oh, they were so good. So, 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 so good. Yeah. But anyway, anyway, um, yeah. What was the point there? <laughs> um, we trailed well off topic on Wales Comic Con. Yeah, was... you, you mentioned um, Fresh Prince of Bel Air, I think. Yeah, I, I don't know how that got on, <laughs> onto, onto that scale. Uh, I love when that happens. My mind's just gone. Yeah. Um, but while we are talking nothing about that. <laughs> <laughs> moving on very swiftly yeah, back to okay. my, my favourite subject of games alright go on then um, so the Xbox One X is now out in the wild of all the uh, the journalists oh, yes. um, as yeah. is the PS5 now yeah absolutely yeah they did some really you know and I, I keep every time you start saying like telling a story I interrupt with something but something that's slightly relevant and it'll help me get back <laughs> on topic anyway but it's it's weird this this time round. It's the first time something like this has launched, um, where you know YouTube and social media is as it is, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and I noticed I noticed with this and with the new iPhone launch, all these like tech 
um, YouTubers and, and stuff and people on Facebook, Instagram, they're actually all working with them for once. Instead of being like, it's, 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 it's odd for Apple in particular going, right, there you go. Here's the models. Here's the boxes. Here's all this stuff. So you can do all your videos. You can do the unboxing. You can show the size of it. Um, one of the YouTubers, do you know Unbox Therapy? I don't. Okay, so he's he, one of the, the bigger ones. He basically just used to just sit in front of a, a, a grey backdrop and unbox things. He's quite entertaining, like, but it's it's this whole empire now that he's got. But he has a, um, a, a phone case company. And because he has this phone case company, he got um, all the models in for the phones because they have to design them and have them you know ready to go mm-hmm. um so obviously he could show it all off and normally that never happens that sort of stuff never comes out it's the same with the consoles usually you don't i don't know you don't quite get as much out there until until it's literally about to launch yet we had we've had people um showing off like models of the actual console i've seen people going oh this is there you go here's the xbox series x and the xbox um series s and having scale models that look like the real thing they just haven't got any of the insides i've seen, mm. we've seen people with the boxes we've seen people with the controllers uh who's the the rapper who suddenly had had the controller uh and put it on instagram and he's just like hey look yeah i've got a controller oh really <laughs> the um it's the guy the guy who had the mcdonald's meal named after him i forget i forget who it was uh, but Mac. No, no, no. Mac Daddy Mo. No, it's fine. Anyway, I, I'm sure I remember, but um, yeah, it's weird. It, I've never seen it quite so out there before this far in advance of launch. Mm. Yeah. I mean, I find it, I find it weird that like it feels like we haven't been talking about it long enough for it to to come out because the Xbox Series X comes out yeah. in like two weeks. It's it's crazy how how quick it, it mm. and close it's coming through. And the, yeah. the PS5 is like two weeks after that, so it's like they're both out next like this time next month. You'd be able to have both those in your house. Yeah, unless you live in Wales, but okay. Well, you can get it online shopping <laughs> if you've already pre-ordered it and you're successful and get. Postman's them. still allowed to deliver to you, is he? What if what if your DPD delivery driver <laughs> lives in England? Then, uh, well, Ash just said apparently uh, Argos aren't doing deliveries to our areas. No, I can imagine. <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So, that, yeah. Oh, dear. So, that's going to not be good for me. I know, actually, hopefully it'll be all right. As I say, because I just had a very um, interesting phone call, well, phone calls, email exchanges with um, with Fangamer, who do the Shemmy. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, things because people have now been posting up all their capsule toys. Oh, I saw the, them and they box. look amazing, even the boxes. Yeah. Oh, so I'm so like, ah, everyone's got this. Like the guy who last time around when I was waiting for my t shirt, who lives in Wrexham, which is 15 minutes up the road from me, was like, I've had mine two months now. Like, well, fuck you, guy. And mm. um, he's posted up pictures of his capsule toys and his art book. And I'm like, they've done it again. Like, I haven't even had shipping confirmation that mine's actually come out yet. So I was like, I've had enough. I'm just going to email them and just be like, what the actual shiz? Like, where's my stuff? Give it me, please. I need yes. it. Absolutely. <clears throat> so I emailed them, and I was like, I'm, I'm extremely upset 
um, agitated, frustrated. Um, you con artists have like you know had me off with this already. Still waiting my illustration, which was supposedly being sent prior to my T-shirt, and yet three months after my T-shirt uh, shipping confirmation, I finally got that. I haven't had my illustration, and I've waited now what seven months for the illustration. Um, and people have now got their art book and looking through it along with their capsule toys. And I haven't even had shipping confirmation. Like, what's going on? I know I can't get a refund for this because I've already had like half of the products. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, but I just feel very, very let down by you guys. And then the guy, because I, I found out who it was via LinkedIn and stuff. I didn't just respond to the the thing on. Oh, you uh, did a show on. I did a I did a proper hundred <laughs> round, and um, okay. just just had a pop at the guy, and then literally after. The, come off the email to them i got a shipping email about two two minutes later going your art book and capsule toy are on its way i was like hmm. well that didn't take long um and then a second email uh before i think it was and um, saying as an apology for you not receiving your goods we're sending you a shenmue 3 t-shirt i was like oh well i'll wait another fucking six months to get that and i've already <laughs> fucking got that <laughs> but, you know, and the th- only thing is, it's going to be a large, isn't it? So I can't even like pass it off to you. Yeah, to me, I was going to say, it's Christmas is coming round. <laughs> yeah, but it won't oh. fit you, so that's that's annoying. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so hopefully I'll get them. Just because... email them and tell them you've lost weight. All <laughs> this stress of waiting. <laughs> it's a stress eating. You know, I've just been just yeah. not eating at all. Exactly. Yeah. yeah I'm up for it. Um, which brings me nicely into my uh, my Xbox One X. Yeah, yeah, So, yeah, so people have now been able to run the games and see what they've been looking like, scaled-up versions of, like, the Xbox One X games and and see what the, uh, what the load time differences are like and what the frame rates are like. Yeah. And the, the load times are just amazing for it. So the likes of Final Fantasy XV, uh, you take one minute thirty nine seconds apparently from the uh, select your save file to it loading. Now it takes six. So seconds. Six seconds. Wow! Uh, so it's just like the speed of some of the things is phenomenal. Like Gears War apparently took like two and a half minutes. It now takes like twenty four seconds or something to to load, and it's just like the. The loading times are just incredible coming through, and obviously they're all scaled up and looking all sexified and whatnot. Mm. And that's ace. And Sony have done patches for a load of their their games as well, just on the PS4, just to be like, hey, look, we can do stuff. And they've cut the uh, loading time on a load of their games now. So I've seen before the remastered version of The Last of Us. Yeah. That one has had 70% of its uh, load times cut. Like, how the fuck? How, how couldn't you do that in the first place? And why have you waited until literally the end of the generation to be like, yeah, <laughs> guys, we, we can add this, come buy a PS4. Yeah. I mean, buy- it is it is purely the the hard disk, isn't it? Mm. I, mean, it is, I, I'm, I'm, I know there's a lot going on behind the scenes as well, but that makes such a huge difference. I mean, just to, the easiest way to, to imagine it is just thinking, you know, you, you, you're all moving parts hard disk. Everywhere on that disk is is all the different files, and it's got to actually look for the files somewhere on that disk. It's got to move apart to where that file is to load. Whereas mm. solid state, it's just it 
it knows exactly where it is. It just does it and it loads it. And it's that, that, I mean, that makes a huge difference on its own. Yup. So crazy. It really, really does. I, like, I, I notice it with my, my laptop. Yeah, my, exactly. Like my old laptop used to take, at least you can make a brew, you know, maybe have some toast and then it'll load up and be like, oh, brilliant. Now I can attempt to put my password and stuff. Now I literally press the power on button and it's ready for my password to be put in. I'm like, this is incredible. I'm still not used to this. This is so good. <laughs> so, and like I was saying last week in the, um, the, the PS5 UI and the way that they can do the challenges and stuff is just, yeah. I love that so much. I think it's so good because you've now got the power to do so. It's the small little touches like that that I think can can easily win people over. Definitely, because the minute I read that, I was like, "Yeah, if I was yeah. telling you the idea to get one, it will will be the PS5." I just, just I it, love, it, love the it, feeling. It, it, even the fact that I mean, it, it, it's great. You know, there's there's a, a dozen or so titles that are going to be out for launch or whatever. You know, there's a good, good amount of titles, and I'm sure there's some really really amazing stuff. There's some average stuff there always is for launch it's always a bit of a mixed bag isn't it yeah but, but to know that you know okay you've got this huge back catalog of games that are compatible and suddenly they are going to be 10 times you know more accessible because of how quick it is for loading and you almost and the, the and upscaling and everything you know it just suddenly it doesn't feel like games from the last generation they yeah. sort of feel like they're still current if you've never played them so. yeah exactly Exactly, and that's so. Just slightly going off topic, but in a way that's still quite relevant. Mm. Um, so we see the Uncharted games are going to be on this little list of the PlayStation the games that you'd be able to play. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. And you, the, is there twenty games that anyone who's got um, PlayStation, PlayStation Plus. Plus will get PlayStation Four games? They'll, they'll get them like as free games because they bought a PlayStation Five. So yes, yes. Uh, Uncharted Four is one of them. Yeah, and obviously they're doing the Uncharted film. Mm-hmm. Have you seen Tom Holland as Nathan Drake? Yes, I have. Yes, and his outfit looks perfect. <sighs> that photo that they right. show you. Yep. Do you not think that that just looks like a professional cosplay photo? It will. Yeah, because it doesn't look like Nathan. He it's. You know, it's the it's the the uh, young version. Oh no, I, I I get it. I just it doesn't look like it's a. It, it doesn't. So look it almost like it, it looks belongs. too it looks too close. It, it's like they've put too much effort into making it look exactly like it should. Uh, well, I was speaking to, to my mate over it because um, he's a massive, massive Uncharted fan, and he was like, okay. "How else are you going to dress him up?" And I was like, no, it's not that. It's I think it's the po. There's something about it. It just looks as though it's someone from who's gone to a professional photographer and been like, I've got this yeah. Nathan Drake cosplay. I really want to take. I absolutely take. get that. Yeah, it totally. looks like that. Mm. But I was like, you know what? I'll. It's just me being finicky. That's fine. Yeah, and absolutely. Then, it's just the look of it. You know, it and then this about. morning happened. Okay, what happened this morning? Mark Wahlberg. That's what happened. Okay, go on. Mark Wahlberg is playing as uh, Sully. Oh, uh, right. The, the older, more mature, always fully mustachioed gentleman. Okay. Notice how I said always mustachioed. Right. 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 
Yeah. So they've decided, hey, Mark Wahlberg isn't going to look aged at all in this. He's still going to look really young, maybe just a year or two older than Tom Holland in this. We're down to fucking mustache. Mark Wahlberg is playing Mark Wahlberg. Okay. Well, maybe maybe it'll get to the end of it and he'll make some terrible joke about like, oh, you know, I I was thinking I might look good with a mustache. And be like, "Mm, yeah, maybe you should. You know, and then... No, it's just it. Could, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put five English pounds on that happening a, because the, that is such a, a television and movie trope. Yeah, well, the, the, there is a photo he's put up on Instagram after because there's been some. I can't remember the magazine. It might have been Vanity Fair or something. Um, that basically just showing off a load of photos from like them stalking the film set. Going like, oh, here's Tom Holland and and Mark Wahlberg on set of Uncharted, mm. and they're both wearing tuxedos, attending some events, um, and they both just look like Tom Holland and Mark Wahlberg. Um, and that thing said, Mark Wahlberg's gone. Look, oh, here's a photo of me like sitting in the makeup chair with the mustache. Um, he hasn't given any relevance or anything, and the mustache looks so fake and so awful. It might as well be CGI. <laughs> Why is he not grown? I, I, I've got it up now. I've got a picture of it, and it does. It 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 almost looks Freddie Mercury like. Yeah. It's not. It's not the best. No, it's really not. It's like. <laughs> Why is he not actually grown one? I, I, Dan, I don't know. The only point of relevance I've got to this is it's fucking Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Just... Two two things as well. I'm taking from this. Apparently, it says here. It's been directed by Ruben Fleischer, who directed Venom. Oh, dear. Um, and it's tentatively scheduled for release on the 16th of July, 2021. Right. That's that's going to happen. I mean, the, the weirdest thing is, this is what must have been about the seventh iteration of the, um, of the Uncharted movie. Like, oh, I get it. But they're filming it now. They're actually filming it. Yeah. But just... just just why? After seeing, after knowing Mark Wahlberg as Sully and just seeing the lack yeah. of effort, I'm just, I'm not interested anymore. No. No, I, it, I was slightly interested just to see because I quite like Tom Holland. Mm-hmm. But then I seen that photo of him on, in the get up, I was like, ah, there's something about it I just don't like. Um, and then I was like, you know what, I'm going to give it a chance. It's just me being picky and me yeah. being a dick. And then Mark Wahlberg showed up and I was like, well, there's the interest gone. Mm. Just straight away. I feel like they're, they're thinking super mega long term. Like if you look at Indiana Jones, they're trying to make another Indiana Jones film, even though Harrison Ford is like 80. Yeah. <laughs> and even the last one, which was made, what, 10 years ago? Got to be. Yeah. Um, you know, so I. Uh, I know that one didn't actually happen. It doesn't exist, and it's just, you know, it's been ignored um, because it was awful. But even then, he looked too old for it, and he just, you know, the action scenes would look really poor because he just hasn't got it in him anymore. Um, so I almost feel like they're like, right, let's start them off young, and then, you know, in 20 years' time, we'll still be able to make Uncharted movies with Tom Holland in. Mm. So now... That's just what I'm thinking. No, I, I, I get it, and I completely understand, but I just, just I can't, Dan. I can't yeah. have Mark no. Wahlberg ruin another franchise. Absolutely, absolutely. 
completely agree. He loves doing it. Does. Really does love doing it. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. speaking of things we love doing, I believe you've got a list of stuff. <laughs> Fair enough. Well, one thing we I like was just thinking. Uh, there's a couple of things actually, but I was I was just thinking that this episode is like this is our Halloween episode. It's like where's the spookiness, Reg? You know, this is coming out on Wednesday. It's only like two days True, true. Okay, yeah, I'm definitely scared of about seeing that. Um, but well, what one quickie that to do with sort of spookiness? Um, the, the, you know, they're making another Evil Dead film, Evil Dead Rise, yeah, Evil Dead Rise. So it got announced by Bruce Campbell, um, uh, and made everyone think, oh, right, maybe you know, he's going to be involved, but apparently not, apparently, he's not in it. But, um, there it's almost turning it from a you know, the 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 horror that everyone knows and is used to almost into a i don't know this this is going to be like evil dead meets the raid this is going to be set in a a tower block apparently a big city building where people are getting attacked by the evil dead while they're stuck in this building which sounds like an odd but interesting concept yeah i'm hoping he's serving as producer or something because i've not gone into it too much i know that it's a female lead right and i know that the director dude is taking it out of the cabin in the woods and moving it mm. to the sky rise building yeah but the first thing i had in my head was this is literally going to be the raid yeah <laughs> the raid with deadites and i was like mm. but not with bruce campbell and yeah. apparently they're going for a full-on horror so yeah it's it's going to lose the campiness and they're like yeah don't get wrong i i enjoyed the last Evil Dead, the reboot remake one, yeah, I quite, yeah, I quite enjoyed it. Didn't enjoy it as much as the original Evil Dead, obviously, but as a as a rego of it, it did have some really messed up bits in it and some really good bits in it. So you know, it can prove that an Evil Dead can work without um, Ash, but yeah, at the enough. same time, it, it it didn't feel amazingly Evil Daddy. No. It just felt like it was like, yeah, here we go. Here's it almost didn't need to be, exactly. You know, yeah. I mean, they, they, they even, after that, they did the Ash versus Evil Dead TV series, didn't they? So it's not like they went, right, that's all done with. Yeah. So. And if you haven't watched it and you like Evil Dead, you seriously need to get onto, even though it did get cancelled <laughs> after mm. the third season, it is incredible. It, it, I'd probably say it's, it's up there. Maybe with Army of Darkness is my favourite Evil Dead thing. Wow. It's just, it's so good. Yeah, it's, in my, it's in my so queue. Good. Not got around to it yet, but. It's, it's amazing. Okay. And the little Ash Puppet is so good. Yeah, yeah you need to watch it. <laughs> I've seen that for sale in, in my local comic book shop, and that did intrigue me. Yeah. Like a, a, an Ash Puppet, Muppet, rather. Yeah, yeah, it's mm. amazing. Mm. It's so good. <laughs> um. So this is I'm 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 kind of stealing something from IGN here because they recently put up a a post of the most terrifying scares in video games, and I just wanted to get your sort of take on things because I know I know you've played I think you've probably played all ten I, I've played about half of these and there's a couple I agree with a couple I'm not quite so sure of but I'm just curious what your take is on this um, and I feel like that's a nice little Halloweeny thing to do mm. Mm. so why not so number 10 Reg is Tomb Raider 
the T-Rex attack in the original Tomb Raider. Now, this is this is thing like the the, uh, the title is the most terrifying scares in video games. Now, I do remember playing this and running around the corner after shooting, you know, whatever. I might have killed a couple of wolves that suddenly if I've got a undead that you've got to kill and then suddenly this t-rex appears i wouldn't say i was scared but i was like what the heck is a t-rex doing here yeah <laughs> it, it definitely isn't terrifying no. it was a jump scare but it, it wasn't exactly a, it, it was wasn't a, while, a terrifying it was a, like a moment. shocked like oh oh that's a t-rex okay i'm just gonna run from this so yeah. that that i'm not so sure of fair enough number 10 but I feel like there might be some, you know, some better things that could have gone in its place. Now, the next one I'll agree with. This is this was one of the. It, it was a really, really weird level in the middle of an amazing game that suddenly took this left turn to be, you know, like almost like a survival horror type game before it went back to exactly what it, it had been before. And this is Half Life Two. Uh, you know, Raven, Raven Home, yeah, Raven Home level, um, which was amazing. I remember it was one of the few ones that, like, it was a very obviously that that game was wasn't level based, but I remember sitting down and playing that and not stopping till I got out of it, just absolutely go, just going at it because I I was just I wanted to get it over with <laughs> because. <laughs> Like it was so so well done, but I remember it being really unnerving. So I'll absolutely agree with that one. I I would say it's tense. Mm. Yeah, I, I I've got a feeling that it's going to hit this list. The end of this list, and I'd be like, right, here's a good top ten. Mm. <laughs> Probably, I expect yet. that. But but, it is, but this is just it. I'm sure there's. I, it's almost like you know, fair enough. This is taking a good broad spectrum of. Okay, if if. Uh, mm. If a T-Rex attack in Tomb Raider is like one out of ten, we're up to two out of ten. I think it's yeah, more, I, more I like, than the top ten. I like the atmosphere in that. Mm. That was that's made that's the only redeeming feature in Half Life Two for me was that. Really? Yeah. Oh, I love love it. Didn't, didn't, I didn't even finish it. No. I got that bored of driving the buggy around the beach area bit. I was like, you know what, sack this off. That that's true. I mean it's such a huge game with with all that sort of stuff. Any of the open world driving around bits, and but I know I I loved it and loved Ooh. loved episode one and that, two. That, sorry, just massively going off topic. We're talking about um about really slow paced games and stuff. Did you know in Shenmue three, when you go to collect the catch the chickens, if yeah. you help hold L two down, it slows down the QTEs. Really? Yep. Okay. Because that was one of my the most frustrating bits in the game. Oh yeah, <laughs> catch the chicken. It was one of the few bits that I sat down and watched you play, and she was like, "I thought you were good at this," and I was like, yeah. Yeah, "I really do like it." <laughs> but yeah, someone tweeted it. Uh, someone put it not tweeted it, put it up on um, on Facebook, going randomly, guys, just if you weren't aware, press L two on the cuts it on the QTs, it slows them down. And was like, "No, no, wow!" And then loads of people went back and played it. I was like, "Holy shit, it works!" And I was like. Oh my god, that's incredible! Oh yeah, there you go. Who well, knew? Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Okay, well, number eight. It is the mirror room in Silent Hill Three. That is fucking terrifying. Okay. <laughs> now I've I've not played this. I've, right. I've seen a screenshot and it looks lovely. 
It's oh my oh my days. <laughs> it's just because you can't get out. Okay, it, it, it has to play out that scene all the way through, and I can. I, if I close my eyes now, I can picture being in that room, and it's right. fucking haunting. Yeah, that's a good, good choice. Okay, well, so we're, we're almost blowing our load, load early here, Edge. Mm. Number eight, and we're already at one of the scariest things. I'm just having a read here. So you're looking in a in a mirror, and then things in the mirror world start to go all a bit weird. Yeah, so, so basically evil Silent Hill is in the mirror. Like the okay. Silent Hill, but you're obviously in the good bit. Okay. It just starts blending into the one, but your character model is getting all fucked up as you're literally in that room. You're like, oh my god, what's going on? And it, okay. Yeah. Oh, it, nice. is, it, is, <laughs> it is a good moment. Okay. Uh, have you played Fear? Yes. Okay. Um, it says the ladder in Fear. <laughs> when Alma's at the top of it. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's not a bad not bad out that's a proper jump scare fear is full of mm. it's it's a creepy as hell game not gonna lie and she is a great antagonist um going through it all and yeah there is bits when she's just she doesn't even have to do anything she just has to stand there and all of a sudden you start shitting yourself a little bit yeah. um but yeah that ladder is one of the most unexpected turn of events okay yeah it says here you're climbing down a seemingly harmless ladder Suddenly you're face-to-face with Alma, the series' iconic creepy girl, standing only inches away. Particularly devious as a player is essentially helpless while on the ladder. Yep. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> okay, uh, number six, it, Dead Space, the tentacle attack. There's better Dead Space moments. Mm. There's better Dead Space moments. Like, the one that will always stick with me in Dead Space is Dead Space 2, and it's the... Uh, fucked up babies in the um in the nursery area that have all the proper things that rag out of the back and start flying and attacking you or there's the eye scene have you played dead space 2 at all because there's a, a bit in it where you can get a upgrade um and in order to get the upgrade you've got to do eye surgery on yourself and you control it but it has like the proper clockwork orange grip around your eyeball and mm. that's what you're looking at in like the full screen, this laser coming down, you've got to guide the laser directly into its pupil, otherwise it's like probably just fucks your face up, but that's a really tense, like oh, terrifying moment, knowing that, yeah, that could be it, because the save, mm-hmm. save points on that one, it's not okay. like, oh, I'll, I'll save it here. Well, they're, they're arguing that the reason it's so so scary, it's it's more that it's tense, it's that you pass this hole in the, in the hole seven or eight times and nothing happens so you might have seen it and you just you know you're walking past it and then all of a sudden something jumps out at you on like you know the ninth time or whatnot okay so next one um i'm curious what you'll say about this because you'll agree with the game i don't know whether you'll agree with the um the, the the bit they're picking out but silent hill the nightmare alley oh yeah that's it. Is that is that the the when the babies come after you? That's the very first. Yeah, that's the first. Okay. Then fair enough. And yeah, because it's your first, like, oh my yeah. god, what the hell is going on? Sort of moment. Yeah. In Silent Hill. Not, not used to the controls. <laughs> and it is <laughs> trying to run away. Yeah. It is terrifying going through it all and knowing you can't defend this. Like that, it is 
you know, game over or whatever. Like, if you're trying to run away, you don't know the first time. So you are panicking massively, like, what the fuck? Yeah, that's a good moment. That's a really good moment. And I love the fact that even in the film, they kept in that alleyway with the exact camera angles. He did it so well. Fair enough. I was curious with that one. Obviously, it had to be on the list somewhere, didn't it? But I was curious what bit you would pick out. This, um, that's the thing with Sand Hill. There's so many yeah, in Sand Hill series. Okay, so the next one's Alien Isolation. And what they're picking out, it's not a particular a particular scene. It's the fact that they don't tell you that the Xenomorph can actually hear you playing the game because the microphone yes. is picking up you. So oh, it's, the, it's a moment when you realise that that's the case. So I, I, I like that. I like the idea of that. Yeah. I had no idea that that was the case, to be honest. I've, I've, I've played it at the Expos, and I've played it briefly um, at home, if I remember. I can't remember how far I got with it. But um, I, did, I had no idea that it was actually listening to you on the microphone. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. So good. It's just a shame it takes a while to get going, but when it yeah. does, it's so good. Mm. Such a good title. Okay, Resident Evil Two: Meeting the Liquor. <sighs> it's it's an iconic moment. I'm not going to lie to you, but mm. terrifying. No, like okay. So there's this big huge thing on the ceiling. Yeah. Um, You've already had a little mini glimpses of it when it's running past the windows and stuff. So you're like, mm. oh my God, what the hell is that? And you're like, oh, it's that. It's terrifying. But then you've got Resident Evil 1 where you go up into the loft and all of a sudden there's a spider that takes over like three screens. Okay. Trying to fucking murder you. That's a lot more terrifying. Like okay. the jump scares of the dogs coming through the window for the first time. All that, right. So that's scarier than the liquor. Yeah. Well, number two, Resident Evil, that doggy in the window. Walking down an empty hallway in the original Resident Evil, devoid of zombies, and bam, a zombie dog bursts through the window and absolutely ruins your day. Yep. That, there you go. That, that, <laughs> that moment was the moment I was not allowed to choose games to play at my cousin's anymore. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> so he didn't get much further into the game after that. He, uh, he hid under his quilt and made me play it all. After screaming like a little girl, waking up our little niece, well, my little niece, his sister. Um, and yeah, it was like my auntie came running into the room and was like, what the hell's going on in here? And I'm just playing Resident Evil and he's like crying under the quilt. And I was like, a dog come through the window. And she was like, turn this off now. And I was like, okay. And then she was like, you are banned from doing this ever again. I knew I shouldn't have got you this game. And blah, 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 because we rented it from Blockbusters. Right. Um, and yeah, that that was it. And I always remember that bit. He got no further in the game, and he's never played it since. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay, any ideas what number one might be? Um, it's going to be something. It's going to be something like amnesia, isn't it? Or I can't, I can't picture it being what probably should be number one. What okay. should be number one is Broken Net Girl from Project Zero or right. Fatal Frame. There's no, yeah, there's no Project Zero Fatal Frame on here, no. unfortunately. Uh, 
I mean, but that just goes to show that why why is the T Rex from yeah from Tomb oh, Raider on this? You know, Five Nights at Freddy's. <laughs> no, it's not. Don't worry, don't worry. It's uh, it's 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 an odd one, but I get it. Um, it's a game that I've never played, and I am never going to be able to play it, even though I really, really want to. Because Doki Doki now... Literature Club. <laughs> no, it's not that. Because you now can't download it. It's impossible oh, to download. It's PT. It's the specific moment when Lisa attacks. She says, says the continuous loops, uh, you know, consistently building the tension. It gets slightly more disturbing each time until finally the words look behind you can barely be made out of the radio static and you turn around and there she is. Up mm. close and personal. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so PT is all right. I, I don't. I think it just gets Hideo Kojima mm. that it's got all of this hubbub about it. Like, it is a good title, like a, a good experience, so yeah. to speak. But for free, and then it's how also it's, got this. this how it's of... number one on. No, I don't mean just this, but like yeah. people mention like scariest games all the time, and PT gets in that top ten. That sort of bullshit, right? It, it, it it's good and it's fun, but it just yeah. All, all that's all it is is literally you're you're walking through this, and I understand the repetition and stuff, and I I get it, but I think once you've done it once, I don't think you like I I. Done it once, and I've got no inclination to go back, run through it again, because I've I've done it. It's not, it doesn't grip me enough to. There's no variety in it. Mm. There's no change. It's literally everything happens at that set time, all the way through it. So you yeah. know when each beat is going to hit, and when at least if you're going to play the survival horrors and stuff, or just a horror title, it's nice to have a big, fully fleshed out world that you can actually go and, and dick about with and things can happen differently each time or, you know, right. your playthrough might be the same the second time around as it is the first time around. So, like, my top ten would be wildly different than this. No, so, I can imagine. In in no particular order, and even games that aren't classed as proper survival horrors and stuff, like one yeah. of the one of the, um, the creepiest moments I think I've ever experienced is the Condemned series. Um, on the 360, um, I think it came out on the PS3 as well. I'm not quite sure. No, it didn't. It only came out on the on the Xbox 360. Um, if you haven't played it, it's like a first person game where you go a detective going around trying to catch a serial killer dude, um, and you go through, and then all of a sudden, just these mannequins just start following you around, like all the way through, and then start bleeding and stuff. And they're just really, really fucking eerie. Like the whole atmosphere about it is. It's so well done that you just can't shake that feeling of right. knowing that just mannequins, but what the hell is going on and how have they multiplied and why are they circling around me now? And like every time you turn the camera, they'll come closer like off camera. So when you turn back to see where they were, they're not in that area anymore. They're now even closer or they might move further away or like somewhere different. Just proper plays with your mind, and it's really, really atmospheric, and it's right. so creepy. It's amazing. Um, that's really good. I was genuinely surprised there was no Outlast in that mm-hmm. top ten as well, because I gen especially haul off Outlast. Yeah, um, but that was one of the first survival horror games where I didn't have um, any protection when you're when you're 
playing through as a character. So I know like Amnesia and stuff did it first, but I think this done it really, really well. The fact you've only got a video camera to sort of see with to give you light and stuff around it, but no way of protecting yourself when the enemies come at you. You've just got to hide and stuff. And that was done really, really clever. Now it's well overdone. But yeah, that, like Unreal, I thought that, that was that's a really, really fun title. Um, I mean, Christ, I, I, I adore the Resident Evil series. Like I said, I think the, the whole thing of Resident Evil 1 like the giant huge spider in Resident Evil 1 is massively underrated. It's like a, a scary moment in gaming. I think that's done, again, really well. It builds a lot massively when you see sort of seeing cobwebs around the house. When you see, I think it's Forrest, um, the agent at the time, and you see him, he's talking about this big spider, and you're like, oh, yeah, this big spider's, you know, you see the size of the dogs and their dog size, you see the size of the zombies and their normal human sizes, and then all of a sudden, fucking spider it's not a spider size this is like you know a huge giant and as an arachnophobic person scared the shit out of me <laughs> like <laughs> that that was just very very tense and a very very fun title um obviously the project zero series for me has i could fill the top 10 list of just top 10 yeah fair enough zero mm-hmm. but the broken neck girl like she will always haunt me and it's just it's absolutely it's terrifying just the sound alone you don't even have to see it it's just the sound of the fall and the and you know and it that loops as well like every time you go into that room she'll go down until eventually it stops and you're like oh why is it stopped and it's just like that is Oh my god, that's that's terrifying. Um, and in Project Zero Four, there's moments where it's very grotesque. Project Zero Four in ways, um, because when you go to bed, you you dream about the house and the level, so to speak, when you go through, and that's how you progress right. the story. But in your hub, which is the house, as the game goes on, more and more fucked up stuff starts happening. In the um, in the house, so you could be having a shower and the hand comes out of the, the hair like it does in the grudge. Um, but you can pick up audio stories, like audio tapes from um, from in the dream world. Mm. You can listen to them, like called spirit stones, um, and you stick them in your spirit radio. Um, and you, you play it in the house, and then all that happens is it looks like it's just a still image of you sat on the bed, just head down, listening. Um, but the first couple of times you hear it or just be like crackly noise with like an odd word coming through and then towards the end of the the dream world so to speak the more you collect a bit the clearer the clip becomes and i always thought because you've got to focus in you, you pay attention with your hearing more than your, your vision so you're proper trying to like you know focus in on it and listen to it and then all of a sudden these two hands come from around the underneath the bed and just come around your hand your feet and just grab you they don't do anything they just grab you and then they run and from thinking it was just like a still image to that happening it fucking well messed with me in my head um, there's the bit up in the the loft again in very grotesque and you go up and there's a weird like person up in the loft fucking very very scary moment there's there's just so many of them, like the twins and the, everything is done so well in both those. There's definitely a top ten list of that. Fair enough. Um, 
That's a good and the sad thing is, you can't play any of these on any current gen, can you? Uh, I think you can play. I don't know if you can play um, 360 games. I oh, know the original Xbox games on the on the Xbox Series X, can you? Mm, I don't know. Because I know you can't on the on the PS4. No. Um, which is a shame because they are incredible and. The latest one, which came out on the Wii, um, was brilliant. Um, it's just a shame it never came out over here. Yeah. So we had to buy a Japanese version of it and then download the English PAL translation into it. Yeah, um, there's one on the uh, 3DS as well, the Spirit no, Camera. No. No, I know. <laughs> we don't talk about that. Fair enough. Um, but that needs to make a comeback yeah. because... If they can just HD them, don't even HD them up because the grainier they look, yeah. the better. Just give us a collection. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Literally, PS5, Series X, whichever one it comes out on, just make it happen because mm-hmm. they are severely underrated. Amazing. Like, even the Switch, because I think yeah, Nintendo and the rights projects there right now. All oh, right, okay. Um, so, Is there a really camera much. on the back of the Switch? No. No. Mm-hmm. No, unfortunately not. Well, say unfortunately, fortunately not, because yeah. I don't want to yeah. end up with another one like that. Fair enough. So, yeah. yeah, they are full of, of priceless gems. Um, yeah. Not so much. I think, oh, I mean, to be fair, Silent Hill has far, far, far too many scary moments. Um, Sorry. But, yeah, I love them so much. I think they picked a good one with the mirror. I think that's a, that's a really, really great yeah. one. Which, is also a really good one in Silent Hill 4. Two moments in Silent Hill 4, which is always a bit like, oh, God, the first time. Um, so you're locked in your room because mm. it's called Silent Hill 4, the room. Um, With a hole in the wall. Yes. And you yes. can... Uh, are you talking about the, the hole in the wall to get through to the areas or the hole to look at spy on your neighbour? Uh, oh, more the hole in the wall that um, takes you through to right, okay. Silent Hill. <laughs> You can spy on your neighbour in this little hole in the wall mm. um, when you go through. And I'd say 99 times out of 100 that you're looking through it, you'll just see her legs walking up or she'll be sitting on the bed chatting to her, someone on the phone or something talking to herself. But then there's one time when Robbie the rabbit, who's like a mascot for yeah. Silent Hill, um, is just pointing at you with blood on its mouth, just pointing at you and it's just the most unexpected jump scare moment. <laughs> Creepy as hell. Um there's a giant head of the girl that you're walking around with, um, who is your neighbour. There's a the giant head of I think it's her head or is it your head? Um there's a giant your head as you're literally in one of these these rooms and it is it looks at you and follows you around all the way um as you're you're trying to go through this. And it's absolutely terrifying. Um, yeah, Eileen. So it's it's Eileen's head. Um, if you haven't seen it, not play around uh, Silent Hill 4, just literally have a quick Google of giant head Silent Hill 4. And just the look of the face alone is just terrifying. But she's making really weird night noises and stuff and just like crazy eyes just following you around, which is just absolutely haunting. And the... How could you forget that? I think it's called the the twin victim. I think it's the bad guy in Silent Hill Four, uh, which is like a really messed up 
um, ghosting with baby faces um, that you've got to just stomp with an iron iron bar or a steel pipe. Just either those two things that needs to happen because yeah, that's terrifying. I mean, I know most people say put the meat in pyramid head and stuff the first time. Like pyramid head is a bit like oh my god, and that's a very tense stalker around it but Silent mm. Hill 2 has so many amazing scenes like the, one of the most terrifying moments is being stuck in a lift and they start playing this quiz show with you and you've actually got to answer the questions by pressing the numbers of the floors and, thing, and you don't know what's going on but he knows everything about you and it's just proper haunting it's it's so good and just like the hospital level the nurses in Silent Hill just yeah the nurses in Silent Hill are the scariest thing that's ever been put onto a video game. Hell, media. And the ones in Silent Hill 2 are the greatest slash scariest, horrendous looking nurses and sounding nurses. Because they're like cries they're walking towards you and yeah, they look all creepy and your actions the way they walk is just oh my god, it's done so well. And unfortunately with Silent Hill I think Silent Hill 4, when you hit them with the pipe, they burp. I don't understand why they did that. <laughs> That's the noise you make. They go, rrr, rrr, when you hit them. And you're like, That's that's not how it happens. Uh, at least in Silent Hill 2, it's done so, so well. So well. And yeah, that gave me my fear of nurses, obviously. So that has yeah, to absolutely. Yeah, the scariest thing that's ever happened. Um, oh, yeah, this, like leave like the Alone in the Dark, the original Alone in the Dark series, they they've got more scary moments in them I think, than half that list that, that you put through. Um there's the the games are called The Suffering, which is set in the prison. Uh, you go like an inmate going through. And that's got some really messed up bits in it, some really, really clever but quite messed up bits. Um yeah, I agree by Alien Isolation would definitely be in the list because that's that's an incredible non-stop heart-pounding playthrough which constantly mm. shit yourself um, and again Resident Evil 7 in VR how that yeah that was surprising how that isn't on there the whole of Resident Evil 7 in VR is just well it's probably just an article that they've they've had for the last five years that they just keep re-releasing around this time of year yeah <laughs> so I they think, don't add to it I think to be fair me and me and other Dave covered this for our Halloween side quest activated special. Oh right, <laughs> fair enough. A few well, years. Your back. own, your own top ten or something. Yeah, else. we we did we did our top ten scariest moments. Well, oh. shit ourselves. Um, so you definitely need to go and listen to that at some point, Pete. Yeah, because yeah, that is good. That's our Halloween special. Nice. Uh, dedicated to it, which is nice. Well, I think we've talked for far too long, Reg. Fair enough. You see, you've got me now. I just wanted to talk about horror games. And, and Fair enough. This is one thing I do like. It is a really nice spiral horror, and it's just a shame that most spiral horrors nowadays are all first-person spiral horrors. It, it's very rare yeah. to get a, um, a horror game now, like the original Silent Hills or the, the Project Zeros. Mm. Um, Fair enough. But, Yeah. Really need to uh, to bring some more of those bad boys out. Oh, that just means that more will get sort of translated to VR. Yeah, and like it is good. So you've got the likes of the um, Blair Witch, uh, which is now coming out onto the Quest as well. Um, 
Like, you know, so yeah. I'm looking forward to looking forward to playing that. So even like the Walking Dead Saints and Sinners, that's brilliant. That's really scary. Um and really, really good. Um like Doom Doom like Doom Three, even though it's not a proper survival horror and it is a first person shooter, Doom Three really mixed up the um the whole way you play Doom because it's all proper story based, slow paced, like scary atmosphere. It's done done really, really well. So that's a another one which I'm quite surprised that isn't on there to be fair. Yeah. Surprising, but definitely, definitely loads out there you do need to get through. All right. Well there you go. Everyone's got uh got something to do over Halloween. They do. Yeah. They definitely do we're, need to um, we've decided we're gonna watch uh a, a scary film and you can't see me put scary in inverted commas here um and by that we just need to find a film that is sort of scary ish like halloween sort of relevant um but let's say an eight-year-old could probably watch it so at the minute we're just thinking ghostbusters why don't you watch uh, toy story um <laughs> halloween the horror one because uh, it's only half an hour long we don't have Disney Plus, but yeah. Right. Um, um, see, because we've got that, and then we've got to go on Animal Crossing so we can go trick or treating because you can only do that after eight o'clock on the 31st. So it's very important we get to do that. Right, okay. But but yeah, that's that's our, our, uh, oh, our Halloween. The thing, did you ever play The Thing? Oh, yes, that was fab. That was a, that was awesome. I love that. That, that was an awesome yes. title. Yeah, I really, really enjoyed. That was really atmospheric as well. Yeah, really and well it, done. It, yeah, I was going to say it was done amazingly well. I love the fact that you couldn't trust any of your crewmate in that. It was just ah, yeah. so good. Anyway, so, we're getting back onto that. We're we're um, we need to segue back into ending this episode, Reg. Yes. <laughs> okay. Um, well, fair enough. I, I don't know what we're doing for Halloween. We've got now be carving for well, all of yeah. carve. Well, you're not going to be getting any trick or treaters, that's for certain. Look at you. No, no, yeah. Well, you live in a flat that is like on the yeah, floor, true. floor, so you don't yeah. need that. So yeah, sorry, no. Can't, not but, yeah. For, for once, I don't have to pretend as I'm not in. I'm just not going to be able to answer the door. I'm like, sorry, stay away. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's alright, we've got masks on, safe. <laughs> no, get out. Yeah, sorry. That's a good <laughs> joke to end it on. Alright, it's been a pleasure. It always is with you, sir. Oh. It always is. Thanks. And on that note, I've been Reg. And, and it's, it's always a pleasure with you, Reg, sorry. Oh, no, I, 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 no, I wasn't. I was just literally <laughs> trying to end it. But you, you're now the one. Alright, bye. Toodles. Toodles.